a desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much to learn, you still have. Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening, and welcome to our ninth species profile. It's It's been a while. It's 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 been a sec since our first one, uh, and this is our second to last one. I'm going till 10. Uh, and I'm I'm not sad to almost be done. These are getting a little tricky to do because they used to be prominent. They used to be pretty significant species that I thought would be good to know. And somewhere along the line, I committed myself to doing ten of them. Um, and and now we're at nine, and they are no longer prominent. So uh, I hope that you still find them interesting. But they're by no means uh, super significant within the greater Star Wars mythos. Uh, that being said, Star Wars Celebration was this past weekend, and I want to go over some of the announcements that were made and some of the trailers that have been released. Uh, so stay tuned for the end of this episode uh, whenever I go over some of those right before the more. If you want to skip to where that is, I'll have a timestamp in the description of this episode. Um, so without further ado, let's dive into ARC Trooper training. Gentlemen, who wants to be an ARC Trooper? I do, sir! Alrighty, so today we're going to be going over Clatuinians, Celestins, Tals, Claudites, Chagrians, and Skakawins. Um, and if you want visual representations of these species, then go ahead and check out our Instagram page um, and check out the post for this episode, and you can swipe through and see them. And then if I get around to it. I will update the website. I don't know who checks the website. I think it's just my brother. Because he's try- He's getting on me. He's like, you haven't updated it in a while. It's like, I know. Because no one looks at the website. So if y'all do look at the website, feel free to comment and be like, hey, update the website, man. I don't know that anyone does. But hey, I'm happy to if that's something that people are using. Um, but that being said, let's start off with Clatuinians. Clatuinians were native to the planet of Clatuin. They spoke basic and they normally had a sort of green or brown skin. They were characterized by very prominent brows and severe underbites, as well as pretty uh, prominent cheeks or jowls. They were employed primarily as bounty hunters and guards. As you can see, there were a lot of them that were working as skiff guards uh, in Jabba's palace that you can see in episode 6. Um, and some members of the species include Castus, from um, the Boba Fett arc in the Clone Wars Season 2, as well as the Butchers from the Book of Boba Fett. Um, and there were also, there's a whole Klaatuinian uh, sector of Mos Espa, as you might remember from the Book of Boba Fett as well. So they were featured pretty prominently in that show. Um, but that's about all that I have for them. Celestins, they were native to the planet of Celest. They speak Celestes or Basic. They normally had gray or pinkish skin, and they were characterized by prominent jowls uh, on their cheeks and um, large ears. They were normally smaller than other sentients, and they had very large eyes, excellent hearing, and, ac- and an acute sense of direction, um, which were adaptations from living underground, primarily, on their homeworld of, of Celeste. Uh, They were very friendly and welcoming as a society and were employed primarily as pilots 
and merchants in the greater galaxy. And members of the species include Borcus, who is the diner owner from the Clone Wars on the planet of Abafar, who's employing uh, Clone Commando Gregor while he has his amnesia. And then also Nine Nub, who's pretty uh, iconic from Episode Six, uh, who co-pilots the Falcon alongside Lando during the attack on the second Death Star. Um, so that's about all that I have on Celestins. Next up, we have Tals. So they were native to Alzok Three, uh, but whenever we see them featured, they were living on Ordo Plutonia during the Clone Wars. They speak Talzi. They were incapable of speaking basic as far as we know. And they were covered in gray-white fur. They were characterized by four eyeballs and a small tube-shaped mouth. They were extremely primitive, um, and they lived in freezing climates. Uh, Whenever we see them featured during the Clone Wars in the episode Trespass, they were put at odds with the people of Pantora briefly before finding... uh, the ability to um, coexist peacefully during the Clone Wars. And members of the species include Chief the Sen, um, who we meet in that episode, Trespass of the Clone Wars in Season 1. Um, moving on to Claudites. Um, they were native to the planet of Zolan. They speak basic, and their skin is naturally green, and they have a reptilian complexion characterized by large yellow eyes and the ability to shapeshift. Um, so they're very interesting in that way. And shifting and maintaining uh, the appearance of another being required immense concentration, and they were able to alter their appearance through conscious control of their lymphatic system, which allowed them to grow or shrink uh, different parts of their body. They weren't able to actually grow bigger in stature, but they were able to kind of enlarge or shrink uh, different parts of their body, like their fingers or their neck. And um, they were widely considered untrustworthy, rightfully so, because they can uh, change their appearance, right? They were known as pretty shifty individuals. They were highly individualistic and independent because in their society it was very difficult to trust anybody because of the fact that they could change their appearance. And members of the species include Zamwessel, who is the um, bounty hunter who's working with Jango Fett to try to assassinate uh, Padme Amidala in Attack the Clones. And then also Kato, uh, I'm going to mispronounce her last name, Kato Parasiti, um, who works alongside Cad Bane to infiltrate the Jedi Temple to um, steal Holocron. So... Those are the two most prominent Claudites that are featured within the uh, Star Wars visual media. All right, so next up we have Chagrians, uh, who are native to the planet of Champala. They speak Chagri or Basic. They are amphibious sentients with blue skin, and males had primary horns on the tops of their heads, and then both males and females had secondary horns that kind of hung from tentacles over their shoulders. They were born as tadpoles with a basic life cycle, and they were, as adults, equally, or at least uh, adolescents, equally as comfortable in and out of water. They are very physically powerful, but were very peaceful as a society. Um, and members of this species include Masameda, who's kind of the vice chair of the Senate, um, kind of the right-hand man to Palpatine that you see in all the movies, 
and also uh, Torben Buckets of Blood Buck, who was a Jedi during the High Republic era, who, despite his name, was actually very peaceful, but he was very bombastic and liked to announce himself as Buckets of Blood, as a sort of alter ego. Um, but like I said, he was very uh, calm and very composed in his day-to-day life, worked very closely with Master Yoda uh, during the High Republic era. So just a little bit about Chagrins there. And then last up, we have Skakalins. They are native to the planet of Skako and speak Skako verbal. And since they were very isolationists and didn't travel outside of um, Skako or orbiting worlds like Skako Minor very often, um, they relied mostly on translation devices rather than actually learning uh, basic or things like that. So uh, whenever you hear someone like Wat Tambor speaking in basic, that is actually a translation device, not the actual uh, being itself speaking basic. And Skako Verbal is very interesting because it's a language similar to binary. It's very complex and was very unique uh, to Skakoans and very difficult to learn as well. Um, Skakoans were characterized by necessary pressure suits uh, to help them survive outside of Skako's atmosphere. And they normally had blue, purple, or green skin. Uh, They had a society built largely around logic and mathematics. They were very isolationist, like I said, and also very xenophobic, meaning they didn't tend to take very kindly to people who weren't Skakoans. They were the primary constituents and uh, leaders of the techno-union during the Clone Wars, which is one of the corporations that was on the side of the Confederacy of Independent Systems. And members of the species include Wat Tambor, Uh, You can also see them featured pretty heavily in the Bad Batch arc of the Clone Wars whenever they're experimenting with uh, Echo. They have him held hostage and are using his mind to uh, come up with an algorithm to defeat the clones. Um, So that's about all that I have for this species profile. It was pretty quick, but I hope that y'all find it interesting. And now, uh, without further ado, let's dive into visions and talk a little bit about what happened this weekend at Star Wars Celebration. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. Alrighty, so Star Wars Celebration was this weekend, and we got a ton, ton, ton of announcements for new projects that are coming out soon. So it's super, super exciting, Uh, especially as a new Star Wars content creator. um, I've really only had two big projects. We're in the middle of the third. Uh, to cover uh, to cover since I've started this podcast. We had Bad Batch right when I started, and then we had Book of Boba Fett, and now we're in the middle of Kenobi, uh, which is super exciting. But we have a lot more to look forward to even later this year. Um, so let me just go through some of them. We got a new trailer for Andor, which is super, super exciting. The series will start airing on August 31st with two episodes on the premiere date. Um, and... I'm super excited. Andor has already been greenlit for a second season, which is super, super exciting. And it's set between episodes three and four, much like Kenobi, and it will follow Cassian Andor, who's one of the main protagonists of Rogue One. And it will kind of give a lot of perspective about sort of early days of the Empire, kind of like with Bad Batch. And... um. There's a lot to unpack in that trailer. We got to see some clone troopers. We're going to get to see the Imperial Senate. We're going to get to see 
uh, how regular civilians were affected by imperial rule early on. And I really can't wait. I think that the show has a lot of potential. And, um, and yeah, just super excited. Y'all will learn more about this as I do, and I will definitely keep y'all updated. Um, we also have the Bad Batch trailer. Like I said, like speak of the devil. Bad Batch Season 2 is also coming out in the fall. I'm guessing right after Andor. And I really can't wait. I think that the first season taken all together was very solid, if not a little underwhelming. Um, but this trailer looks amazing. Uh, just to name a couple things, we get to see a little bit of Commander Cody. Uh, so it's really cool to see him back. I'm really interested to see how he's going to be involved. It seems like he's going to be working with Crosshair. The Bad Batch has a new look. They look a little more um, street than before. They've ditched a lot of their armor. And we got to see who, all, who else? Rex Gunji, who's a Padawan from the Clone Wars, a Wookiee Jedi. Someone who either looks like Captain Tarful or maybe Black Chrysanthemum. Um, we get to see some Rex, and obviously the gang is all still there. Wrecker, Echo, Hunter, Tech, and Omega. It looks really awesome, and we're seeing a lot of clone commandos. So, it's just a really exciting time, and I think that there's a lot of potential for this show. So, um, really looking forward to it. I would expect it sometime in November, unless they're going to start releasing it alongside Andor, which I would doubt, but... Technically, it's a possibility. Um, but yes, that is also coming out at the end of this year. And also, uh, we're getting a show called Tales of the Jedi in the fall. Now, this is going to be a collection of animated shorts that are done in the Clone Wars style of animation, much like the Bad Batch. And uh, they're going to follow different prequel era Jedi, which I'm super, super excited about. We've gotten confirmation that there are going to be stories about Dooku uh, as a Jedi. There are going to be stories about Qui-Gon Jinn, voiced by Liam Neeson. And there's going to be a story about Ahsoka. Now, uh, they showed the story about Ahsoka at Celebration. And I think reports were that it was about 15 minutes long. There wasn't too much dialogue. It was mainly visual storytelling. And I'm honestly so pumped about this. This is something that I, is like right up my alley. I'm really, really excited. I hope that they have Mace Windu content in there, obviously. I'm hoping that we get something from maybe like a Plo Koon or a Kit Fisto. Um, I had a whole episode about prominent or really cool side character Jedi from the Clone Wars era. And if you want to go back and listen to that, I would highly recommend it because the Clone Wars era is kind of my favorite and I think that having a title like Tales of the Jedi is also really interesting because if they choose to do more of these episodes, they can go anywhere. They could go to the High Republic. They could go to the Old Republic. They could go to Luke's uh, time. They could go to the sequels. They could do a lot of different things. It doesn't relegate them specifically to the prequel era. So I have high hopes for this show, and I'm excited to see what it's about. Uh, maybe it'll come out before Andor and... If I had to guess, since it's a series of shorts, it'll probably be sort of like Visions where they all drop kind of at the same time. And I'm guessing that'll be like right before Andor or maybe in the middle of Andor. I'm not entirely sure, but it says Fall 2022, and I will keep you all updated as I learn more about it. Um, next up, we got a release date for Mando or at least Window 
for Mando Season 3. That'll be in February of next year. Now, if I had to guess, we're going to be getting Andor uh, up until the middle of, or the very beginning of November. Then we'll probably start Bad Batch like a week or two later. That'll take us into about the middle of February, and then probably end of February, we'll get Mando Season 3. Um, guys, I mean, Mando Season 3 is happening, and they got a trailer for Mando Season 3 as well, which hasn't been released to the public yet. But um, honestly, The Book of Boba Fett made me realize how much I miss that show. It's It will be three years by the time we get that, I think, since the last one. The last one came out in 2020. Man, I mean, it's it's been a minute, and I, I'm super, super excited to see it again. Uh, there's just it's something different about the Mando's feel, Mandalorian's feel. It just It's a different caliber of show, and I'm really, really excited to see what they're bringing to the table. Uh, Jedi Survivor got a trailer that dropped, and that is the sequel game to Jedi Fallen Order, which follows Cal Kestis. Uh, and his fight against the Empire. I have personally not played Fallen Order, but I'm planning to start it maybe sometime this summer. Um, And if not, then I don't know. But I'm planning to do that and to do like some updates, maybe post them on YouTube about my gameplay and where I'm at in the story. I'm not a gamer, but I would like to play this because I feel like it's an important part of Star Wars canon. And the sequel's coming out in the next year, so... Uh, maybe if I do get through it, then I'll be able to play it as it comes out, which would be a really interesting thing. Um, but it looks really, really cool. The Grand Inquisitor's in the trailer. Very awesome. I don't know too much about it, so I can't speak too too much about it. But um, it looks really awesome, and, and I'm excited for people who enjoy that game, and I'm excited to potentially start diving into it myself soon. And then lastly, we have Visions Volume 2 coming in the spring of 2023. Um, So yeah, Visions is getting a uh, second season, as it were, and uh, I'm here for it. I really liked Visions Season 1. I talked about it in my first ever ability to speak with uh, my roommate John and our buddy Hamza. So if you want to go back and listen to that, then go ahead and do that. I think that it's a fantastic uh, piece of content. It's not canon. And I think they're just great stories. I think some of them are just kind of mid, but for the most part, I think that it's really quality, and I'm really excited to see what more they bring to the table in this uh, second installment of it. That being said, we have a couple new announcements that we don't know too much about. There's a show called Skeleton Crew coming out sometime next year, which is going to be about a group of kids Um, Even though it's not necessarily a kid's show, it's about a group of kids set during the Mandalorian time frame of Star Wars. That show is set to come out sometime next year, starring Jude Law. Should be pretty interesting. And then there's also, this probably won't apply to too many of y'all listening, but there's a show called Young Jedi Adventures coming out, which is going to be a uh, Disney Junior show. So it's for kids, like little kids, and it's going to be about higher public uh, characters so, should be an interesting time. I probably won't be watching it, watching it, but if you have any parents out there looking to get your really little kids into Star Wars, that might be a great way to do that. And then also we get a little bit of stuff about <clears throat> excuse me. The uh Soka series that's going to be coming out next next year sometime. Um so apparently they saw a teaser trailer. We got a new casting for Sabine 
And um, people seem really hyped about it. People seem really interested. Chopper is going to be in this show. Hare is going to be in this show. So for all you Rebels fans, you're going to be having a field day like me. I am also a Rebels fan. And um, yeah, super, super exciting. And I really can't wait. So that's about all that I have. If I missed anything, make sure to call me out. I'll be happy to cover it in the future. Um, But there's a lot of content coming, guys, and I am going to cover every single piece of it, except for maybe the Young Jedi Adventures. But, um, But yeah, that's all that I have, but this wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't leave you with just a little bit more. All right, so this is a pretty disturbing fact, but according to some Imperial officers in the latter days of the Galactic Civil War, Tal's meat is actually very delicious. So that's a nice little upsetting fact that I stumbled across while researching for this episode. Um, Yeah, that's about all that I have. Uh, Make sure that you tune in every Wednesday for our Kenobi reviews and breakdowns. We had the first two episodes last Friday, so if you haven't listened to our review and breakdown for those, go back and listen to that. Um, And if you don't know what to know before going into Kenobi, if you haven't started yet, go back and listen to two episodes ago where I went over what to expect and what to know before watching the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Um, And... Uh, Yeah, every Wednesday there are four more episodes. Episode 3 is going to be coming out this week, so make sure you tune in while I cover that. And yeah, that's about all that I have. You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the Force be with you, and I will see you all in the next episode. Bye, friends.